we like to start every morning, Monday morning with something we fondly refer to as the jargon of the day. This is when we take on one word, one phrase, one acronym. We try to figure out what on earth are the experts talking about? We have been adding some new jargon of late. And um, this is jargon that always swirled over here for me that I was like, yeah, I don't really care. I don't want to know. Um, but I find that, first of all, you guys have been asking if we could up our game a little bit and include some other jargon. Um, but I find that once you know what something is, it's like, oh, it's not that frightening, right? So we've been talking about schedules of reinforcement and different types of reinforcement. And uh, because we know that in, in good quality ABA, applied behavior analysis, it's all about is Am I being rewarded for the behavior that I'm doing? Because if I'm being rewarded in some way, I will likely maintain that behavior. I'll keep doing that behavior. So think about what behaviors you do in your life over and over and over again. I hope you get up every morning and you brush your teeth. Why? What's the paycheck for you in brushing your teeth every day? For some of you, it's the short term oh, you know, my mouth feels better. Um, other people, it's the social aspect of, you know, I want to be able to talk to someone and not feel like my breath is knocking them out. Uh, it might be a pain point for some of you because maybe at some point you forgot to brush your teeth and somebody was like, man, your breath is horrible, right? Uh, it could be that uh, you do it because you like going to the dentist and they tell you, you know, perfect, you've got no cavities. Or again, it could be the pain point that, You've been to the dentist before and they've said, oh, you're going to be in the chair for hours. You've got all these cavities. But there's some sort of a paycheck for you for having brushed your teeth or you wouldn't do it on a regular basis, right? Now, I know when our kiddos are small, we kind of force them to brush their teeth, right? They don't, they're not going to paycheck from it. Uh, they're like, whatever. So we pair it with other things. Uh, you know, maybe it's good time. Maybe we play that, you know, uh, my son used to have a toothbrush that played a song. Um, you know, there's all kinds of things. Maybe we like the taste of the toothpaste, right? There are all different ways that we add reinforcement in. Well, when we're trying to strengthen behaviors that we want to see more of, we need to be very mindful about how we're providing reinforcement. And I know you guys are always worried. You're like, well, if I make everything exciting and fun and I give them a reinforcer for everything, why aren't they ever just doing something because it's the right thing to do? I always get one parent who, you know, is like, well, I don't want to have to praise them and reinforce them for, you know, because they should just be nice to their grandmother because they, you know, it's the right thing to do, right? And I love that thinking, heaven knows I come from uh, a long line of people who felt that way. Um, but the truth of the matter is, is that we can get to lifelong behavior of somebody doing something, even when we're not there, when we're not forcing it, if we reinforce it. So we need to be mindful of how we're reinforcing. Um, and we also need to be able to fade our reinforcement. So in the beginning, we talked about sometimes in the very beginning of a behavior when something is hard or it's new, we might be giving consistent, constant reinforcement, but eventually we start changing it up a little bit. So last week, we, we talked about certain things. This week, our term today, in any case, is variable ratio reinforcement. Oh, man, it just hurts my head, right? Variable ratio reinforcement. Okay. Uh, but 
Now let's see if we can make heads or tails of it. So let's start with the actual definition, variable ratio reinforcement. In operant condition, a variable ratio schedule is a schedule of reinforcement where a response is reinforced after an unpredictable number of responses. What in the heck? Operant conditioning right there. I'm just like, uh, I don't, like every time somebody says operant conditioning, I just uh, like want to take an ice pick to my pick, ice pick to my head because I'm like, what does that even mean? A variable ratio schedule is a schedule. Oh, thank you. That cleared it up. A reinforcement so much better now where response is reinforced. Thank you for mixing the words up for me. Now I get it after an unpredictable number of responses. Okay, so let's take a look at our working definition and see if we can't figure this out and why you would use this. We call this, I call this slot machine reinforcement. You don't know how many times you will have to try, but the rewards are often enough and large enough to keep the behavior happening. So think about if you've ever been in a casino and you see those people that are carrying around a bucket of change and they're, they plop down in front of a machine and they stick the money in and they stick the money in and the stick, they stick the money in. And I don't know about you, but I go, my goodness, terrible way to spend a day, right? But I know people who absolutely love this. Why? Because at some point they have stuck, they've either seen it or it's happened to them where they stuck the coin in and ka-ching and money came flowing out and you wanna have it again. And it's reinforcing enough and the potential of the reinforcement is enough that you keep doing it. So what does this have to do with us and our kiddos? So, you know, we do a lot of things in life where we get a slot machine reinforcement from them. Like, you know, uh, for instance, I, the examples that I was using before about, you know, a kiddo being nice to their grandmother, because somebody wrote in about that last week or two weeks ago. Um, you know, we make it reinforcing for them that they are nice to grandma, right? Well, you can be nice to grandma a hundred times and maybe somebody says to you, oh, you're such a good boy, you're such a nice girl, what a polite kiddo you are, right? But every once in a while, grandma slips you some candy, right? And you go, see, it pays off to be nice to grandma, right? And then when you get older, you know, grandma slips you a 10 or a 20, right? Depending on how wealthy grandma is, that, that amount of money could go up, right? And we learn that, okay, it doesn't happen every time, but there are definite fringe benefits to being nice to grandma. So think about when we start to teach something to a kiddo, and in the beginning, we're going to reinforce it really heavily, but at a certain point, we're gonna to go to a variable ratio. And we're gonna make sure that we, where before, maybe we did 10 trials of something and after, after they did 10 trials, then they got to play a video game, right? Um, but eventually, as we move on to other things, we wanna maintain this behavior, but we don't wanna constantly reinforce it, right? So we might move to a variable ratio where, you know, just every once in a while we'll be reminded, hey, I need to reinforce this behavior. Now, I know as a school teacher, this was something really important to me. I talked with you guys last week about kiddos who are attention driven and how a lot of times we'll come up with a baseline for how long can this kiddo go without attention, right? And for some kiddos in the classroom, it's a minute. And if you don't pay attention to them every minute, they are into something and, you know, they, they get up to mischief, 
just so that they can get the reinforcement. So maybe, you know, you do the baseline and you go, okay, then you go a minute. So every, you set your little watch uh, at every 55 seconds, it gives you a little buzz and, and you remember to say, hey, Joey, good job. And in the beginning, it feels like, oh, my watch is buzzing and I got to remember to say, Joey, good job. But the truth of the matter is saying, good job, Joey, takes you, what, two seconds? Whereas dealing with the fallout from when Joey needed attention takes you 10 minutes and then you got to get everybody back on track. And once you establish that, okay, Joey, Joey's getting it, 55 seconds, boom, nice work. I like how you're thinking, Joey. This is going, Joey, good work. Let's show the class your work, Joey, right? Joey's bucket starts to be topped off at a regular basis. So now we change the little timer on the watch and we go, okay, we're going to do it every minute and five seconds, right? And we might find that's too long. Joey's like, wait a second, I need my reinforcement. We might have to move it to 57 seconds instead of, but whatever. We keep moving, moving, moving till, you know, till we get to the point where by the end of the year, we're, we're at an hour that we can go an hour and the watch buzzes and you're like, oh, hey, right, where's Joey? Joey, you're doing a good job, right? If we were to continue this on, eventually uh, we would make it so that it was variable ratio. So we, you know, maybe we don't, we don't actually praise Joey today, um, but we do it twice tomorrow, right? So he never knows where it's coming from, but he knows it's coming. That's the thing. That's where variable ratio works out. And I know that for some of you um, who are worried about that, oh, it seems like I'm having to praise my kid constantly to do work. This is really the promised land. This is where you want to get, where they know that they're going to they're gonna get a reinforcer for something, but they don't know when or how, and they're still doing the behavior. That's when you're at the promised land. So variable ratio reinforcement, it's a good thing.